Blog Talk Radio. At times like this, I think how lucky I am to be a NASCAR Winston Cup driver and how fortunate I am to have a great sponsor like Napa Auto Parts because Napa understands quality and value and the importance of having a friendly, knowledgeable staff. And it's at times like this, looking around at the empty grandstands and listening to the silence of pit road, that I realize I'm at the wrong track. more than a slogan. Whether you're on the track, or making your own track. General Tire, anywhere is possible. track the hot pass racing network puts you at the track with arca and all the major nascar series from daytona to the final checkered flag the hot pass racing network is your inside pass it's monday night and it's time to get rowdy catch up on this week in arca and nascar with news and comment plus you never know who will stop by for a visit Right here on the Rowdy Maglite Show. Here's your weekly radio. Kyle Maglite, Rowdy Maglite, Racing Media here with the season champion in the modified division here at Big Diamond. Tim Buckwalter, I remember talking to you on opening night, your first one back after the injury here. Um, how, how has the season been for you? How you been feeling after that? Uh, as far as my uh, leg, I feel great. Stronger than my other one, to be honest. Uh, surgeon did great. Everything feels good. Uh, probably in the best shape I've been in my life, to be honest. Uh, so that's, you know, family's good. Life's good. We're, uh, it's been a hell of a year. Has, it, has this been on your mind the last week, that it was nine points um, that you were trailing Dwayne by? Yeah, you know, actually two weeks because we rained out last right, week. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's kind of been on my mind a little bit. Um, no, I'm not really a big points racer kind of guy. I like to come. I do it for a living, so I like to take the money. But, uh, you know, to, to come into a race only nine out and uh, know you had a hell of a year, yeah, it was on my mind to try to finish the deal. And going against somebody like Dwayne just makes it that much better. Yeah, it seemed like you were able to get up there really quick up to the top five. Yeah, and uh, it was weird. I picked a different tire tonight and uh, it seemed to work pretty good. Uh, you know, we've just been good here all year and pretty consistent. Um, just, uh... You know, championships, championship, but I, I almost wanted that win. But there was, uh, I don't know, eight, nine to go. That yellow, I just said, well, Tim, settle down here. You're in fifth. Let's just ride. We don't need to go for the win. Yeah. So uh, how's it looking for Sunday? Um, how's the car gonna go? And how, how do you do with those long distance races? Uh, we've been real good here, uh, here in Grandview on the longer races, better than we have been on the short 25 ones. So uh, we're gonna go back tomorrow, take the night off, uh, do a little celebrating tonight, and. Uh, get back at the car tomorrow and uh, get her tuned up for Sunday and see what we got. Before I let you go, who do you want to thank? Uh, definitely uh, Saxon, you know, Norm Saxon. Without him and uh, him being a car owner, without him, I wouldn't be here. Uh, you know, BDB Graphics, Earl Fell in Mid-Atlantic, uh, Bagel Rack, Earl uh, 
carry Spots insulation, um, you know, um, Pat Morrison, Barron's um, Speed Supply, FK Rod Ends, uh, Arch Radiator, and Jones Racing Products. Ladies and gentlemen, direct your attention to Victory Lane as Rowdy and Mark visit with this week's winner. Kyle Mag of Rowdy Mag Light Racing Media here with the winner here tonight at Big Diamond Speedway, Rick Laubach. By looking at that car, I didn't think you'd be in Victory Lane tonight, but you held them off. Yeah, I mean, we definitely lost our aero package at the end, but... It was what it was. I mean, I just was glad it didn't get a flat tire, didn't do nothing with the muffler or a shock. It just beat up the body, you know, so unnecessary, but people got to learn, too. I mean, I was a beginner once myself. Yeah, those so, lap cars were in the way there. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not their fault, but it's their fault when they're racing the leader that aggressively. You know, you got to just use your head to one of the mouths to So what's... It's just what it is. I mean, the guy was trying to race the leader, you know, your lap. I, I didn't get lapped here all year. When I wasn't good enough, I pulled in plenty early. I knew I wasn't going anywhere. When you get lapped, maybe you pull in. I don't know if I'd pull in before you get lapped, like the one that did in front of me, but right. the guy that was behind me, you're not going to make your lap up. You know what I mean? I know you want to race, but race, race with your head then. Don't race in the crowd. Are we going to see a Sunday night here for the I'm pretty practice? sure, yeah, yeah. So I want to. We got to fix this car now tomorrow. We didn't want to do that. Kyle Magnet, Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with the first winner of the Cold Cracker Weekend, Colt Stangle. Only all 40 laps tonight. Uh, how did your race go out there? You made it seem like it was pretty easy. Um, yeah, like I, you know, like you said, I let all 40 laps. Uh, my colleague, I was on cruise control that race. So with all those cautions, it was definitely a nail biter. I knew once I got my rhythm after two or three laps, car handled great, and I got a rhythm. Uh, we got the uh, promoter, owner, and great guy from Dell's Raceway Park, uh, Jerry Auden. Thank you, Jerry. That's great. Good to hear. How's the weather down there? And uh, darling, it is great. Yeah, tell him, Rowdy. It is uh, the sun fixing to set. We're about, what, 45 minutes from sunset. It is absolutely wonderful. Chamber of Commerce weather, like it's supposed to be on race weekend, isn't it, Jerry? Yes, we're supposed to have Chamber of Commerce weather here also as well, which would be a welcome sight after 95 degrees all last week. So looking forward to it. So you got the Uh Labor Day. The, the Labor Day weekend coming up, uh, a big weekend for you, Jerry. It, it sure is. Um, we've got the ARCA Midwest Tour coming in here Saturday, 200-lap um, event for the ARCA Midwest Tour starts, paying $15,555, and all the fives represent um, one of the greats in, in our sport and a short track legend around in these parts was Jim Sauter. And uh, Jim Sauter always ran the number five in the ASA series and and here uh, in the ARCO series back in the day. And uh, then we have the ultimate challenge. If a guy starts in the back, you get a $5,000 bonus. You could win over twenty grand. Um, 
went over twenty grand Saturday for winning the short track race, which has got to be one of the best race payouts in the country right now. Hey, Jerry, you got Chi-Town. You know what? Last year's race, uh, you and Greg McCarns were able to put together a little deal. They have the Shear Classic there because of the uh, the, the virus, and uh, that morphed into the Joe Shear or the Joe, the Jim Sauter Classic, excuse me. Uh, Correct. That was that was a uh, work between you and Greg uh, to be able to get that done and adding the pit road at the track and for you two to be able to do that, didn't it? Yeah, we really had to put our heads together. And as long as I spent the money, Greg was okay with it. But, you know, we put in the pit road. It is my facility. So we got that all done. So the Dells Raceway Park looks like Dells Raceway Park almost from back in the day when the drivers used mm-hmm. to sit in the infield here weekly. So... I'm uh, pretty happy about that, and uh, so we've got 25 pit stalls in our little third-mile infield. Greg's going to start 25 cars uh, come Saturday night for the feature event. And, well, uh, unfortunately, some unhappy drivers will be heading home because uh, you have more than 25 entries, don't you? Oh, yeah. We've got, we're have got we up in the mid-30s right now for super late models that want to contend for this, and like I say, the tour points are on the line. Um, you know, we've got Luke Fenhouse who is the quickie development driver, and he just started his senior year in high school, and he finished uh, in an SRX race at Slinger. He finished second mm-hmm. to Mario Andretti. He won the Slinger Nationals. We got Casey Johnson, who is just a phenom around here. Casey's won everything that there is to win around here. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and he just, just won the Howie Ledlow Classic last, uh, last Friday night at Madison, Wisconsin. And we got Jim Sauter, Jr., we have four Sauters involved in the race between Jim Sauter Jr., Travis Sauter, um, Johnny Sauter, of course. Johnny was just up here for the Badger State 125, which was a, a super race between him and Ty Majeski, dicing it back and forth for the lead. And, and Johnny's coming back. He, he's, uh, I think, uh, passing on the Darlington ride this week. <laughs> well, uh, I'm. With, with all the tracks and all the action in the state of Wisconsin, it's just so nice the past few years to be able to see promoters uh, and owners work with each other. And uh, I think we talked one of the last times we had you on the show. Uh, you, you're basically sharing your drivers and cars out there, aren't you, Jerry? Yes. Um, a lot of them are. I mean, Greg's got a few on the tour that just run with him. I've got a few with the Alive for Five Series that run with me. But I would say 75% of the group runs both. And uh, we got some of the best short track racing um, in the country right here. And uh, the Dells is about an hour north, hour and 15 north of uh, Madison and National Speedway, where Greg's got the half mile. And we've got the third mile up here in the Dells. And, you know, if you don't work together, your fan base and everything likes to travel and go to different tracks. And uh, our fan base is no other. I'll see the same smiling faces down at Madison and National Speedway as I'll see here Saturday night sitting in the grandstand. job with that, Jerry, because uh, you've had some outstanding crowds this past uh, season, have you not? Well, it's it's been pretty good. It's been up and down. I, I tell you what, the hotter weather, I mean, when it's in the mid-90s up in Wisconsin, we got the no. humidity. It's not a dry heat, I'll tell you that. No, and, uh, no it's not. That, you know, versus sitting at home in the air conditioner, that affects it a little <laughs> bit, but for 
for the most part, you know, I, I mean, our icebreaker before the temperatures all got crazy and stuff, we were capacity. We ran out of parking. The neighbors helped us all park the cars in their lawns and things. And, and uh, you know, I, we, me and Greg have even brought in extra seating. We rented bleachers. They got this beautiful um, bleachers section place that's rentable that's down the street. And, and uh, we made room up here at the Dell. So we've got cool. adding them in this week in turn four. So. Yeah, I want everybody to get a good view of the race and make sure everybody gets their money's worth. And, uh, well, of course, Wayne Lessing put up a beautiful grandstand in turn one uh, many years ago. And, I mean, that is as good as it comes anywhere in short track racing. Is is Wayne doing well? We don't hear as much about him in the news as since he's kind of gone into semi-retirement, I guess. Uh, semi-retirement. Wayne's doing well. <laughs> good, he's, good. He's, he's, he's running his campground, and he's got his, uh, you know, still got his son's taking over performance parts supply, left-hander chassis, and things for the most part. And Wayne's working on his uh, fabulous car museum he's got down there in Roscoe <laughs> with all the collector cars. Well, you know, it was so fun to see him go out with a bang at New Smyrna this past year uh, for World Series. So, uh, wish him well, and I'm going to turn you over to Kyle here. Uh, Jerry, I'll see you Saturday night. Looking forward to it. Uh, as always, you're one of my favorite tracks, so I know I'm going to see a good race. So, if it's half as good as last year's race, we're going to be in for a treat. So, uh, chances are it might even be better. Thanks, Jerry. Hey, Kyle, what you got Thank for you. Mr. Lobby? Thank you, sir. Hey, Jerry, it's Kyle. Hi, Kyle. My, my first, my first question is, um, how do you think the repave at Darlington in Turn Two is going to affect the racing this weekend? <laughs> really? Uh, I tell you what, where they, uh, as far as Darlington goes with the repave in Turn Two, it'll just give the drivers more bite and maybe keep the guys off the wall. But you know what? I always thought that. Phoenix International Raceway, when they redid their remodel and spent a million, should have did a little page out of Darlington's book and made one corner like three and four like Darlington and, and one and two make them like Richmond. Mm-hmm. Then that place would have woke up because it's always an exciting race at Darlington. Even, you know, I know that they're not running in four wide and in packs like they are at Daytona, but I'll tell you what, Darlington is one hell of a racetrack to watch a race at. It's always exciting. I still remember uh, what was it? Kurt Busch and uh, Ricky Craven coming across the line, you know, less than inches apart, smashing and banging. Fabulous race, Derek. Love it. Part of history. You can never replace Arlington. My second question is, Did you were you able to make the trip to Milwaukee last weekend? And if you have in the past, um, have you been to Milwaukee before, and what's it like there? Oh, yeah, I've been to Milwaukee many times. Uh, Milwaukee is like a miniature Indianapolis motor speedway. Um, the, the track was uh, designed and banked uh, to mirror that track in a, in a mile version. So the IndyCars always ran well at Milwaukee. Um, just like other racetracks and stuff, funding and sponsorship dictates where the cart schedule goes and the IRL and all that back in the day. So they don't have that down there anymore. But uh, I tell you what, Milwaukee is uh, is is a place that if if you ever if you've never been there it's it's just like a small Indianapolis motor speedway where they run the Indy 500 fabulous racetracks still in wonderful condition and uh NASCAR I wish would uh come up with some more events they just ran the the ARCA race uh, Ty Gibbs won that last week I think he mm-hmm. uh, 
spank the field. You know, it's it's a racer's racetrack. You know, you just can't hold it wide open there and hope for the best. So <laughs> put the put a lot of wheelman back behind the behind in the seat there. Which just makes Milwaukee such a fun racetrack to see. Well, all the racetrack. I don't think there's a bad racetrack in the state of Wisconsin, Jerry. Um, dirt or asphalt, and uh, you know what? I don't think you can go anywhere in the country and get the the amount of racing and different types of racing that you do in the state of Wisconsin, uh, which is why when I first started being with Rowdy, he kept asking, what are you doing up there? And I go, that's where the racing is. And, and that's it, isn't it? And, uh, you know, we've got we got the bigger track. They call it a 5-8. That's more of a three-quarter mile track up at Wisconsin International Raceway where they just ran the, the Gandrew 250, which Paulie mm-hmm. Schaefer won the other night. And Paulie will be here on Saturday. Um and uh, you know the the full pit road and everything at Kakana, and so then we got that to the bull rings, uh, everything from Slinger Speedway. I mean, you talk about banking 33 degrees, so it's banked the same as Daytona, and it's a quarter mile. Um, I forgot what the track record is there, but a sprint car set it with a wing on it. And I mean, it's like 10 just just under 10 seconds. But but a, a yep. late mile, super late mile, goes around it in 12 point. 12.5 it's amazing yep. and it's that much slower when they're on uh in race traffic either so you know back in the day when i started going down there i hate to date myself but be 35 years ago i think the first time i went oh. to slinger speedway and uh if you got in the 12 nines you were pretty much anointed king of the earth and now you can't even make the field at a 12 nine so Great to sir progress since that time. Uh, projectiles on wheels. Jerry, Jerry now on, you, uh, what, what's it like now being the owner when you're at, on your morning pulling into an event and you know it's it's you putting this all together, and at the end of the day, how do you feel after it's over? Well, I know how I feel after it's over, relieved, usually, um, <laughs> but... Um, there's a, you know, I, I helped Mr. Lessing for 12 years uh, because I got injured in a in a snowmobile accident and I had to step out of the race car for a while and I wound up sticking with Wayne for 12 years. And uh, so putting on the events, I was always it was always fun for me and and trying to build it, make it bigger and better every year. The the whole thing with owning a racetrack is the race program. To me, it's the fun part, the maintaining, you know, the facility and making sure we have enough food and beer and the bathrooms and clean towels and and things of that nature and getting the grass all mowed and stuff. That's that's a workout. I thought I put in a lot of hours working on a race car, but uh, I tell you what, we've got a super crew up here. I've I've got uh, Ryan Flag Flanagan. He used to be the flag man at Slinger Speedway and Angel Park Speedway. He's up here helping me out, and he started as a flag man, and he got so busy, he says, you know, you got to find another flag man. i got too much to do around here. So we did, and uh, Ryan has been a big asset in helping maintain this facility every week and, and putting on a, a nice show for everyone. And I tell you what, I still get excited every time I wake up on race day morning. Um, it's just it's really fun to see the guys. Uh, I've had some of the best car counts in the state of Wisconsin, probably in the nation. We were averaging 30 late miles again for our weekly shows. 
and all of our Super Late Alive for five shows have been over 35 cars. And and uh, I see, you know, other places struggle, especially in the southeast and stuff, with paying big money purses and only getting 12 to 16 race cars or something. And mm. I feel for them, man. I mean, you know, the economy, whatever else, you know, comes into play, tire shortages, things of that nature. But this year, the last year I thought we've seen it all with COVID. And uh, we worked through that. You know, we did all the – CDC recommendations and still are um, for our, our fans and, and our drivers. But I tell you, this year has been a whole new animal with the tire shortage and working with other racetracks. Um, you know, I've, I've given tires to other racetracks. I've had other racetracks give tires to me. And uh, this tire shortage, I don't know how many folks are aware of it, but uh, the production cannot keep up any longer with the, the demand and uh uh, part of that's with staffing, part of that's with materials uh, that they use to make the tires with, and it, it's been a real challenge this year. Um, and I and I didn't think anything would be more challenging than trying to put on a race in a COVID era, uh, but not having any tires makes it a lot worse. I, I'm just fortunate enough we haven't had to cancel any events this year. I know other racetracks across the country have had to cancel shows because of tire shortages, and my heart just goes out to them. I just feel for them. And it's not just the weekly events are trying to cover those events. It's the special events that are being hit. And they just canceled a 300-lap uh, late model stock car race down in the southeast because they can't do the tires. And, uh, wow. Um, just keep getting more and more uh, things thrown at you. Just keep being able to battle them off, Jerry, and congratulations. Let's tell everybody how they can get a hold of you or find out what's going on this weekend at Bell's Raceway Parks. you got a big demo derby coming up, too, don't you? Well, yeah, we're going back-to-back on Labor Day. We always follow it up uh, on Labor Day weekend after the Arca Midwest Tour race on Saturday. We follow it up on Sunday with uh, what we call the Labor Day at Doom, where we have uh, the trailer races and the bus races and little carts running rolls and smashing each other and things. <laughs> and, uh, it's, a, it's been a big hit. Um, it's a... Uh, a lot of the fans that go to the ARCA race stay overnight, camp in the local campgrounds around here, and stay for that as well because it's really an enjoyable show. I try and I've worked hard on that. That's my baby. I I invented it. We, we started with nine cars about 12 years ago, and now we get about 75 cars and 30 trucks and trailers to race in a trailer race, <laughs> and um, you know a dozen buses and stuff and it's really grown into quite a, a fabulous event and we have uh, magnitude coming this year which replaced uh mr rose with uh green mamba jet there because uh he passed away unfortunately uh, a couple years ago and uh, that that thing should be in a hall of fame museum somewhere pretty soon but uh we're going to melt down a, a bus with uh with magnitude and then we got our largest Ooh. fireworks display ever in uh, Dell's Raceway <laughs> Park history coming up. And that's always a good thing. Fireworks well, are always you know, fun. You're good at out, looking outside the box and making it work, and congratulations. And uh, get online, go to dellsraceplaypark.com, and um, you'll find all the great racing that's going to go on this weekend. Jerry, we'll have you on yep. again. So you know, yep. You've got a few more events this fall before uh, – you, you start them off, and you end them off in the state of Wisconsin, and uh, we're looking forward to being a part of that with you. Excellent. Stop up this weekend, and don't forget about 
Well, we got a, a Midwest uh, Championship weekend, the 24th, 25th, mm-hmm. 26th, uh, crowning the Tundra Super League Mile Champion on that Sunday. And then we go right into Halloween, October 23rd, 24th. Uh, it's going to be a Saturday afternoon show this year. And that way we got Sunday for a rain date. And Halloween 150 always brings the top drivers uh, as well for the championship for the Alive for Five Series. Woo. You've got a lot going on. I'm glad you're still waking up on race days and happy to be doing it, Jerry. Thanks so much. I'll Absolutely. See you there. I'll, I'll pop up in the tower for a quick say to hey to you. And uh, you're such a busy guy, it's tough to, to bother you, but I will do that. <laughs> Well, you stop on up Saturday night. I'd like to have a little more time with you because Greg brings a a fantastic staff with him for the tour race, and those guys, those guys handle handle everything on race day central for the ARCA tour cars. So, thank you. You Stop on up. I fixed the air conditioning too, so we got new air conditioning today. So, (laughs) well, we may not need it this weekend. So, yeah, I know. I might need the heat. (laughs) Hey, fall's arriving. It's up north, and we know how to handle it. So. Thanks so All much, right. Jerry. I'll see you Saturday night. Uh, take care. Bye-bye. Kyle Magda with Rowdy Maglite Racing Media with the point leader here in New Egypt Seaway, Brandon Grosso. Uh, Brandon, how's your season been going so far? Uh, I saw you run Bridgeport a couple times this year, and uh, you look like you're running New Egypt as well. So how's it been going? I've been going really good here. I just got to get a little better on, on the road. Uh, uh, the only three times I've been to Bridgeport, I started around 18th, and I made my way up to around 10th. And there hasn't been any, I, just, I don't think there was one caution uh, in, in, in any of them. And then I raced Georgetown uh, just a little bit. But I only have one motor right now. Uh, I have the other car here tonight. So I got two now. I could do some more racing. But I haven't been able to race. I only have a uh, spec. And I've been really good here so far this year. Uh, leading the point, and I got a win, a second, a fourth, and a sixth. So pretty good. Yeah, what, what are track conditions like? Or, I mean, do you really like the place? Uh, I, I like racing here. I like how it gets slicked. Because um, I started 20th and I got fourth, uh, I've always came from the back, and it's pretty easy to do here when the tracks like that. It's really easy to race. So you mentioned Georgetown. Was that the short track Super Series that you raced in, or was it another? Yeah, series? yeah. I uh, ran there once this year. It was the short track, and I finished uh, ninth, I think. Asking another driver, are there any really big differences for you between the two series when you run your modified here and you run the short track Super Series? Yeah, it's just a different level of competition. Um, the guys that race there are always fast anywhere they go. They came here, they beat me. Uh, I started first. I had, a, I had a little motor. If I had a bigger one, I, I probably would have been all right. But um, now nah, they're just always fast. And uh, anywhere you go, they always got the best stuff. They always know what to do to the car. And I'm not at that level yet. So I'm getting better every week at it. And uh, I'm to keep working on it. You know, I was talking to Billy Pouch Jr. earlier. I, I won't dive, dive, dive too much into it, but what was it like to drive a stock car? You know, to run places, run those super speedways. What was that like for you? Um, I mean, I didn't like him as much as, as I did, like, the short track. Like, I uh, I ran a late model for two years. I did really good in that. Now it was way more fun than, like, Michigan, anywhere else like that. It was a lot of fun. Like Thanks, Brandon. Kyle Magda with Rowdy Maglite Racing Media here with Billy Pouch Jr. I know you've raced all over. We were, so we were just talking Big Diamond here. Um, big win for you last night at a Big Diamond, Joe. Would you like to talk a little bit about that? No, yeah, it was a good, solid night here. You know, uh, guys really work hard. The guys, we kind of hit pretty good. So 
hopefully we can keep it rolling, you know. Uh, anybody interviews me with a stogie in their hand is a cool guy, I guess. So <laughs> we got no comment there. But uh, we'll see what happens tonight and uh, see what we can stay in trouble. Yeah, how, how's your season been going? Uh, I know you, you racked up a few victories. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how your season's been going so far? Yeah, it's a feast of famine. We win, but then we kind of miss a week. So it's, uh, it's not consistency, but we're winning races. So we'll take it any which way we can and uh, be happy with it, you know? And I'm wondering, you know, you you know, your dad, you, I mean, you guys uh, trade information at all, or are you guys, like, separate? Like, how does that work? No, we talk a lot on different things. We just race so much differently that you can't really compare too many notes. So we, uh, we compare and uh, try to win the vote each most amount of races we possibly can. Yeah, and I uh, just want to talk a little bit about Diamond last night. Um, can you just talk a little bit more about it, like how your race went? Um, I know you're up against some of the big guys, Tim Buckwalter, Alex Jankowski, some to name a few. Yeah, no, it was a good night, you know. Uh, everyone puts their pants on the same way we do. So, uh, you know, look at it that way. We just kind of try to beat them best we can. We got, got the brakes, got up in the position we needed to be, and put ourselves in the spot to win the race. That's what we were able to accomplish. So hopefully we can do the same thing here tonight, and uh, we'll go from there and see what happens. I have two more questions. Uh, first off, how's your car for tonight? Uh, we got to tell you in about two hours. And my last question is, I know that you ran some ARCA back in the day. You know, we, we cover a lot of ARCA. I mean, what was it like being in a stock car? Oh, that was cool, man. ARCA was fun. It was a really deal. Just, uh, I thought it was way too freaking expensive for what you get out of that side of it. So uh, I'm here hanging out with the big Johnson dude over here, and uh, we're doing pretty good. I'm here with, with Mad Max McLaughlin. Uh, I know he, he won at Oswego recently. Um, good to see you again. Uh, you're here at Orange County Fair Speedway tonight. Uh, how's the track out there so far? Uh, it's a little heavier than I think anybody wants it to be in the pits tonight. But, um, yeah, I mean, it, it should make for interesting racing, I think. Uh, pretty good money on the line here tonight. So everybody, all the heavy hitters are here. And, um, you know, we'll just see what we got. Yeah, uh, talk a little bit about your Oswego win. Um, you know, the crazy eight car, you go out there, you win the race. Just talk a little bit about that. I know, uh, you know, it's a big weekend coming up for up there as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, that was pretty cool to even be able to run the eight. We had to get permission from the Champagne family and, uh, you know, to bring uh, my dad's number and, you know, Champagne's number back to Victory Lane there. It was pretty cool and to do it. And uh, it was basically my first start was really cool. So uh, it's definitely a little unexpected, but um, sometimes those are the, the best wins right there. So, um Pretty cool to, to win one of my my first two starts in a asphalt modified and in a super modified now, so uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, before we send it back to the guys, um, you've been racing everywhere this year. You've been racing the dirt car, the asphalt car. I mean, what's it been like? You know, is it tough to go back and forth between asphalt and dirt, or I mean, how do you adapt to it? Eh, I don't think so. I, I think it was a little tougher when I was younger, um, you know, but now with more experience, you just kind of know how to separate them. Uh, you know, I we almost won Tuesday night. Um, you know, and, and Norm Hansel's car, that 357 car down in, uh, I don't even remember where the track was, New Egypt, New Egypt, yeah. I'd never been been there, led 43 out of 50 laps, and uh, we had a smaller engine in there, and uh, I just couldn't get around lap traffic, you know, they were all over the place, and I couldn't have <laughs> been the car like like I needed to, and, and the, you know, 440 guys, uh, the guys with the open motors just drove right by me with a couple laps to go, and I was, uh, you know, sitting duck, but we've... Uh, to get right out of an asphalt car after a win and go there and almost win, it's uh, it's been pretty cool. So uh, as long as you got good race cars, a good race car driver should be able to make them go semi-fast. <laughs> Before I let you go, uh, uh, just want to talk a little bit about your sponsors um, on the asphalt side, the dirt side. Who makes it go for you? Yeah, we got a uh, we got a lot, man. It's uh, been pretty fortunate, and uh, you know, just as a kid to get picked up by Al Hankey and uh, you know, him give me the opportunities to go racing originally and. 
now with uh, the Sweeteners Plus team, Vic Coffee, Coffee McCready Enterprises, and, um, you know, Carl Myers calling in. They own this car. And, you know, they go to Jason Simmons running the Super Modified, Mike Curb and Curb Records on the Asphalt Modified Tour driving for Gary Putnam. Uh, you know, go to Norm Hansel in the 357 car. And, you know, go to Midget Racing with Honda and uh, Bundy Built and jump in my micro, which I got uh, Armor Security. Cellular sales. I think I'm driving like 10 different cars this year, so it's hard to keep track of at some point. But um, we're going to try to get some funding together and get back into truck stuff and with the Tory Racing. And, uh, you know, I'm just, there's a fast race car with an open seat. I'll be all over it. Max, thanks a lot for coming on at such a short notice to the Rowdy Mag Light Show. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.